This time on Kawaii Fi Radio, Kyle fluffs up. Was it us this time? Yeah, I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's getting worse. <laughs> Kenny becomes obsessed with a turtle. Dude, we get a prequel as to how that turtle. Got stop started. going on about the turtle. I'm never going to get off that subject. And we focus on the work of the incredible Okadamari. There is so much stuff that we've presented on this show that it's her and we had no idea. And yet, you know what? Every time we've reviewed or looked at the show, we've always come out positive. Like, we're like, yeah. wow, this yeah. is amazing. And, you know, the connection is there. Avalanche! Tetsuo! Kanida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Konnichiwa and welcome. You're tuned in to Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast we dive into the world of anime and manga every fortnight. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co hosts, Kenny, and the return of Lady Fafa. Hey, I'm you're back. She is back from her journey in the wilderness. What tales have you for us? Oh my god, so many tales so many actually. Tales. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I've been away for about what four months now. I yeah. think. Really been that long. I, it has been very long because, yeah. like, every time it's like, oh no, I've you know I've got either a performance or I'm at a con or I've got planning to do mm-hmm. changing of job. It was just yeah. so much was going on, and a lot I was of like, yeah. But because of that, that means we've kept. One of your favourite topics. Yes, I'm so excited <laughs> about this episode. So this episode, we're talking about Mari Okada. And uh, if you don't know that name, how dare you? Well, <laughs> how dare you? No, I'm kidding. Okay, but that's so, the thing. A lot of people know their animes, but only sometimes passingly know like the names that are attached to it, say Ghibli, yeah, for instance. Yeah. Uh. So Okada is one of the most prolific writers currently working in the anime industry. She's won a number of awards. Um, she's a screenwriter, director, and manga artist, and uh, she's just done kind of a so big all-rounder. Good things. Yeah. Um, she's part of the trio nicknamed the Super Peace Busters who get together every now and then to create phenomenal anime. I believe um, we mentioned them a while ago yes. when we talked about Anohana. Yes, <laughs> which she was involved in, and that, of course, means we'll be touching on that again this episode. So, yeah. if you are enjoying what you've heard so far, hit the subscribe button and all that good stuff. Join the Kawaii community because, you know, that's a thing that apparently we have to say in, like, the first five minutes. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. It helps with the algorithm. It does it now. Apparently. Oh. Um, for Push at least... the bell button, Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put on the bell or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> if you are over on... Our... Why did I get ring my bell? That song is stuck oh, in my no. head. <laughs> um, so we also do have anime videos on our YouTube channel as well. So if you are one of our many podcast listeners, head over there and join uh, us. Um, you can find the links in this episode's description. Um, we also have a Patreon, but more on that later. So let's get stuck in with uh, what we've actually had time to have a look at. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy, hi up. Hey, guys, I gotta go. I just, I have to know. Oni-chan, nani-wo-miru. What we're watching? Time? What is this concept of time that Carl speaks time. of? Time! In December? It's, uh, it's a rich people thing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you, you have it between the day of the 27th and the 29th. Oh, apparently, yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, yeah, Wait, I you know, guys right. aren't busy preparing for New Year's Day at that point? Or at work. Or at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or doing cover for everyone else at work. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about what we've been watching the past fortnight. And Kenny, you went and took a deep dive. Uh, well, not, well, not so much a deep dive, just a... a it's a dive. Why do you, you look- sound like a South Park character all of a sudden? Man, because my man, name's Kyle. Why do you, <laughs> like, you sound like a South Park character, Kyle? <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up, Kenny. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ken- uh, Kenny, you've been watching Platinum End, which was created and written by the guy who created Death Note. Uh, Death Note. Ah. And it doesn't show. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of this one. Oh well, why did you say let's talk about it then? <laughs> <laughs> because I watched a lot of it. <laughs> he needs to feel justified. It's not my thing. I don't not your thing? I no. don't know. It's for the fact that it came from the pedigree of Death Note, which was like one of my big first ones that I watched all the way through, mm. way back mm-hmm. in high school. It's uh, Honestly, it feels closer to Mirai Nikki than Death Note. Oh, dear. Uh, it's just, there, is like, there is a ton of edge. I mean, it is a, it's a death game, isn't it? It's it's another one of those death game sort of things mm. with its own twists and takes on the whole th- idea of it. Everyone's got a Carmen Rider suit. 
<laughs> so everyone's a Super Sentai Power Ranger. Woo! And I don't know. It's just there's a lot of edge. I I can respect why people are going to enjoy this, and I expect mm. that it's gonna it's gonna linger. And it's going to scratch an itch for a certain sort of demographic of the community. I don't know. It's, I I feel like there's a lot of anime like that though. I mean, well, I mean, we've we've been overdosed on lemon death game animes the past three years. Th- well, the as part, much and as live actions too, yeah. and live actions, but Ooh. they just they just haven't been good. I don't uh, know. I mean, not the live action. Oh yeah, Squ- I was Squid, say Squid, Squid Game was great. I don't necessarily like the ending. See, but here's here's the thing: it's like anime in anime. There's something for everyone. There is legitimately. Mm-hmm. Every possible genre. You, Fafa, are mm. obsessed with the uh, like idol stuff. Yes, and I get it. I don't. Do think, you <laughs> I don't think I can get myself into it. Uh, uh-huh. What was it? That anime. Uh, if my favorite idol went to the Budokan, I would. Die. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. Th- that was like one of the funniest series I watched. It's of probably that one year. of the best ad- idol and animes it was as well. A fantastic sort of introduction mm. to that whole subculture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I get it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I can respect why yeah. people love it. Mm. I just, yeah, it's sort so of it's not. the same sort of thing with Platinum Man. Similar, yes. I see. It's like. What 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 don't you like about it? What is it that's kind of making you go, hmm? Basically, the, all the Mirai Nikiness. It's. So just the constant. A lot of edge. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Edgy so, to say. So what you're saying is there's too many swordsmen. Oh god, I think I might have to cut that. Um, <laughs> don't know where my brain went for that. Just yeah, um, I was gonna say, where were you going with that? I have no idea. I have no. I, idea. I kept quiet because I was like, where? I'll, I'll, I'll go just, with I'll this? just censor it. So for those who are listening, they'll just hear a beep. <laughs> don't worry, it was just me and my brain going completely off the rails. Ah, and it wasn't us this time. No, it wasn't yeah. you guys for a change. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better, and Kyle's getting worse. <laughs> this is a good day. No! <laughs> All right, let's move along from something that I clearly am just going to keep fluffing up on. I also um, watched Earthworm Jim. You also watched Earthworm Jim, but that's not an anime. <laughs> that's a cartoon. It something should be an anime. Should, well, actually. No, it wasn't. It was developed in America. We oh. we need to get Studio Trigger on that. Imagine oh, oh, Studio just, Trigger doing Earthworm Could you imagine that? Earthworm Jim is an anime. Oh, hell. pretty good. <laughs> um, but I, I'm more just, uh, I was thinking like Earthworm Jim is an anime. And, um, <laughs> Um, but um, I had something else to say, but we'll just go on because I've completely mind blanked. So evidently, this days. is going to be one of those episodes, oh, yeah. folks. Sorry, um, Fafa, Hello. you've been going into the back catalogue. Well, yeah, yes. I like back catalogue stuff. Yes, you do. Uh, it's just I find it hard catching up with the recent things. Like I said, time is just time's yeah difficult. Doesn't it? Yeah, time is an immaterial. Whereas concept? it's really funny because I can find myself going back to the back catalogue and actually watching it without, you know, any drama and, you know, because you know it's always going to be there and you don't have to, like... Mm. Well, you know? r- rights pending and all that stuff, yeah. That's fair enough, yeah. So I mean, if you've got it on your DVDs, you're set. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, there's so much stuff in the back catalogue we so still have to, th- to th- This about. one is naturally idol-based. Of course. Mm-hmm. So what is Kira Rin Revolution? So it's basically uh, a girl trying to get into the idol scene because what happened was she rescues... In typical Japanese fashion, she... Mm. Typical fourteen-year-old girl walking along and uh, with her friends and stuff, and then she sees this boy struggling to get this um, turtle. This is the first episode, by the way. Um, he's stuck in a tree. So, how did the turtle get stuck in the tree? We don't know. But anyway, <laughs> get, it, eventually she saves it, and the boy is really uh, appreciative of the fact that she, you know, saved this mm. this turtle. And, and did she give him an idle handshake? No. So she's not an idol at this uh, point. Okay. Whereas, and then he hands her a ticket to go to this this thing because she's just thinking oh he's a staff member like that's probably mm. what it is or something like that because he works there yeah um she goes there she she sneaks i don't know how she i can't remember how she snuck in but she Out meets another <laughs> she meets another <laughs> boy who's like really against her like do not come in here like this is not your scene you this is completely different but he's, she's got a ticket so well he rips away. it up and stuff like <gasps> oh yeah like does not want her involved with um this other character what a yeah. <laughs> Little does she know, and she realizes that him and this other person are actually idol, an idol group. These two boys are in an idol group called Sales. Ah, so a boy idol group. Boy or? idol group. Oh, oh. So she's like, oh. 
this I don't you know I want to be a part of this world because she's she's really like found she's in love with this boy that she with the turtle and stuff like that. <laughs> the turtle that was stuck in a so tree. She's like, just to clarify, well, if that's the case, I want yeah, I want to be an idol too. So that this is basically. Uh, Watching her journey becoming an idol and all mm. the tribulations and stuff like that. Entering <laughs> into the scenes. Yeah. And what? That I, I'm just trying to move the screen and hit the backer button. Sorry. Um, Bucker Turtle. Bucker Turtle. <laughs> but, yeah, um, do we get a prequel as to how that turtle got Stop started? going on about stop the turtle. I'm never going to get off that subject. What so, the hell? <laughs> it's a very long series. So it's like one of those really like 100 or so episodes. Oh. Yeah. So it's a full on thing. Then the story behind why I had to watch it is because there's a song in the show yeah. that I've seen other idol groups cover, and I'm like, what is this song all about? I want to find out. It's got a bit out. of a Russian vibe at the start. Yeah, Balalaka. Yeah. And I love that song so much. I was like, you know what? It's time to find out what this sh- you know, is, you know, about, it yeah. is about. And I'm obsessed with that song, so I was like really happy because it's, a part, <laughs> it's like one of the opening themes for the show as well. A lot of idol groups have covered it then? Oh, yeah. Well, not mm. gr- like our community groups have kind of covered oh, it. Oh, fair stuff. enough. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's saying that, though, this is kind of like a love triangle because she starts off loving one person, but, you know, in the end, she kind of loves the other guy. It's, yeah. you know, your token. Yeah, your classic sort of. Yes, yeah. which is what I You mean I the guy love. who tore up a t- Is he a Sundure? Yeah. Oh, God. It's so, I need, I need to ask anything. something. Yeah. It was how many episodes? Um, so the first two seasons add up to about a hundred. How much have you watched? I've watched about like six at the moment. So six, I've got yeah. a lot to go through. Yeah, I was going to say you've uh, got a lot on your plate. On that I one. do, <laughs> but I feel like it's one of those shows I can like skip a couple of episodes. You know, mm. get to a point. Skip, oh, like you know, watch YouTube. Oh, so it's kind of like one of those series where there are filler arcs. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be that person that sit and watch it. I mean, maybe I could, but like, I'm just going to like skip ahead of things with this yeah. one. I love the animation style. This is always going to be my. Oh, it's thing. old school, isn't old it? Old school. Yeah. You know me. I love my old school stuff. Mm. I love the fact that it's idol anime. So it's another like look at you know idol culture and stuff like that, which is probably one of the first shows that kind of really did that. We did never covered it, so I want to watch it and see how it goes. But yeah, yeah fair enough. Sounds great. All right. Well, I've been watching My Senpai is Annoying from this season. <laughs> and this is adorable. Um, and if you've... Uh, uh, surprise, surprise, it's a romance series. Um, <laughs> is it one of the only romance seasons series this season? No, we've got Comey, um, which oh, is te- yeah, technically romance, but not till later. Um, and then there's... oh, And also Banished from the Heroes Party is technically romance too. Mm. Um, there's, there's quite a few... The, 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 there's enough. Yeah. There's enough. It's not the only one. Um, so my senpai is annoying. Is basically about this really short girl who is got green hair and she's working in an office and she's got uh, her senpai uh. is really tall and really muscular, uh, really muscular. Yeah. Um, you know, complete sort of like you know, wow, that height. The height difference is just so. And he kind of comes across yeah. a bit all might. He does. He's he does. very, very chummy. I like yeah. him. But he's a really good dude. And um, the the series is just basically slice of life, them working together and the romance but that's happening in the workplace. And if you've seen uh, Wodakoi, mm. which is Love is Hard for an Otaku, it's essentially the same thing. They could even be in the same building. Yeah, a lot of people like say that it's sort of just a spin-off. This is happening at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, huh. Their building's really nice, though. It's got the really nice like subway tile. Yeah. It's all over. I'm just like, nice, well done. Good building. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, from what I've seen that you show me, I, I really enjoy that animation style as mm. well it's it's got that nice sort of light not too much of a focus on being overly mm. um uh, overly live action i guess this thing so we, we we see like there's kind of a there's two directions that people kind of take when there's a uh. manga adaptation they either are very honorable to the manga including like you know facial animation yeah, so yeah, if they've yeah. done like you know classic anime style facial animations they'll include it in the anime mm. or they have ones where they try to make it seem like they're pulling those faces or being animated that way as if it was meant to be drawing live action yeah. and I find the latter kind of takes away some of the charm mm. um, whereas this is very much it's it's got that dorky four coma vibe in some parts um, and just it's, it's gag comedy and yeah. it's really well done um, and the to, to be honest, like the main character and her senpai, like the romance between them, if it happens, whatever, fantastic. Mm. I I am a hundred percent here for the side characters mm. because they're just so. She's like one of the most popular girls in the office, yeah. But she doesn't date anyone from the office because they're all just. 
going for her because she's the pretty girl in the office. Yeah. Um, whereas the other guy, the guy who, you know, they kind of start seem to be seeing each other at the moment in the series, um, he's just been doing things to help her out in the background, mm. like getting rid of, um, you know, pesty, pesty guys and stuff like that and not in like a controlling way as in just a, I don't think it's right that you're putting her in that position. So mm. I'm going to call your desk which then means you have to go back because someone's yelled across the room to say you've got a call on line one for you oh. to get her out of the situation yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So there's lots of little cute things, and she's she's a troll. It's mm. great. She's she's, no, she's 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 like Takagi. She's a teaser. No, she's a goblin. She's not a goblin. She, she has green hair and she's tiny. She's no, no, a that's that's the that's, that's, that's the main girl. Right. The main girl's Sakurai, I think, off the top of my head. Um, and she's got uh, dark hair. And in the opening sequence, like, there's this shot where she's leaning over, talking to the guy, and it looks like he's gazing somewhere he shouldn't be. Mm. And she, the sequence which follows, shows that she's done it just to make him embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 got a lot of that sort of humor to it and um like her the main girl's best friend from high school who's this uh, she's got tan skin yellow eyes black hair um and she's like a, a sports uh sports lady um she's also teasing and just basically trolling um the my, the best the best friends trolling the work colleagues younger brother have you noticed, kind of noticed, Farfar, that when Carl's talking about this stuff, it's kind of like, you know, high school gossip? It is. It, it is. It is. <laughs> but that that's the style of the show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. And, and th- th- it's its easier to explain without going, this name is that person, that name is that person. <laughs> can um, you, I can just imagine Carl, like, in the high schools, oh my God, can you imagine what's going on here? I'm like, well, I, d- I hate that, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I'm well, you've not changed a, now. I'm not a fan of gossip in that he regard. He has joined the dark side <laughs> yeah. of the high no, school. No, but he's, he's only doing it with. But it's in terms of anime, so it's a bit different. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's 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 explaining the character dynamics, um, and like I, I figure, especially with these sorts of shows, if you try and go through all the names, yeah. people get confused, especially on like a big ensemble cast. Yeah. Kind of. I Imagine mean, talking about Naruto like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's also this one random lady in the uh, office who's kind of just like the insane nutter who's great. She's got grey hair and she just acts like a cat half the time and she just goes around trolling all the male staff members. It is great. So, look, definitely worth watching. I'm a big fan of this. Um, my senpai is annoying, so uh, check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you have been watching stuff this fortnight, um, I mean, you're listening to an anime podcast, so I assume you, you may have been, let us know yeah. on this episode's post on social media or over in the comments section on YouTube as well. But now we need to get on to our main topic of the day, and that is the wonderful Mario Kara. Radio. We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club. Okada Mari, as her name should be presented in the correct Japanese Hi. format, um, is a Japanese screenwriter, director, manga artist. She is prolific. She has created anime as the screenwriter and also as, um, oh, what was the other term we uh, had for her? The uh, Screenwriter? Screenwriter, series composition, Aye. which is basically being in charge of scripts and everything else as well. Mm. So she is pretty amazing. Um, and you might have seen many of her films and series without knowing them. Uh, series in recent memory, we've got Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, Toradora, um, Anohana, <laughs> yep, yep, uh, uh, Lull in the Sea. <laughs> like, th- there's a lot of good ones. Black Butler as well. As, uh, which one I was really surprised to hear yep. she had something to do with this. Well, also Fractail as well. Yeah. Blackrock Shooter. Like, there's a lot. I feel like if you check, like, get a dart and you just threw it and you just thought of a different, like, anime show and stuff like that, you'd probably hit the hit Yeah, it. if you yeah. sort of, like, compiled all the different My Anime list sort of yeah. uh, titles and you threw a dart at it, you would have a damaged computer screen. Well, I mean, obviously, yes, <laughs> yeah. but, like... Um, well, in, th- in this case, we're going to start with the films because mm. that's where she's had the most control and, uh, t- to be honest, some of her best work is. Yes. And straight up, 
Macria, when oh. the promised flower booms. I only booms. just heard about this in the last couple of days and have mm. not been able to watch it yet, so yes. I'm going to be relying on you guys to tell me yes, about it. Yes, because it's been quite a while since I watched it as well, um, but Fafa, you're, you've watched this and you remember it very well. I do. I, I remember actually, um, we I went to Brisbane to see the premiere of it as well. Wow. Um, yeah, because mm. uh, it was Anime Fest in Brisbane, the first Anime uh, the first Fest. first Anime Fest, yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm definitely going, because any Anime Fest I'm going to go to. Mm. Um, and one of the movie premieres was Maquia. And I at that point, I was like, oh, I was really not in, you know, I wasn't wanting to see it. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to go and see it. Like, because it's a, it's a premiere. You, you How many times do you get to see an anime premiere with weebs? Basically. Yeah. So um, I was like, okay, let's go. I went in and I walked out of that movie literally tears <laughs> streaming down my face. And this, I don't normally cry watching movies, but this one. This like, much wow. I've already heard about it, that it will just... It'll just break chains you. to your tear yeah. ducts and drag your tears out. <laughs> and at that point, I didn't realize it was a Mario Kart um, film. I, I, it just, you know, went over my head. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, there was a lot of uh, when I went to like research it after seeing it because I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And I saw it with the Japanese, and then they released it with the English dub later on. Yeah, the dub's actually quite good. Dub is solid. Oh uh, yeah, um, you showed me a clip from it earlier, yeah. and the like getting a child actor even in vocals. Mm. Tricky, but man, the kid I'm sounds if great. It was a child actor? Oh, I don't believe it was. No, no I don't I'm, think it I'm was. pretty sure it wasn't. I'm somewhat convinced it is because they have that sort of like a. You'd be surprised cadence. though. Well, I mean, my, what they do usually is for young boys, they get women to, women voice to do them. it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, mm. I mean, like, uh, is the it's Ariel. The Ariel, yeah. Yeah, so, um, English, English. Oh, Eddie Lee. Oh, hang on. Why do I know that name? Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon? There we go. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we don't watch Pokemon Sun and Moon. So, but, um, yeah. So this film is just unreal in the sense like it's so. Like, I was saying to you, Kyle, like it's just one of those concepts you you don't really see often because no, it's like you don't. You know, it's kind of fantasy, but it's also humanized. It, it's, it's basically the the cornerstone of the series is kind of settled around the idea of immortality, right? And aging. Yes. Um. What's the story? So well, pretty much that. It's like there's two types of human race. There's the general human race, which is what we consider us, mm. and there's the humanoid race, which, which is, is the, the Eorth. Eorth? Yeah, which is kind of like a... They're not fairies or anything. They're like... They're just humans who can live for hundreds of years. Right. Fae-ish so elves. They age very, very Yeah, but they don't slowly. look any different. Hmm. No. Other, otherwise, you wouldn't be able to blend in. So. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they look like humans. They are pretty much... Humans, but they just age long, like yeah, oh, h- hundreds of years. So yeah. bas- basically, the idea is is that um, Macria, who's the main character, if you will, is from this race, and she's always felt lonely despite being surrounded by her people. So because she was an orphan, um, so she daydreams about the outside world, mm. but she doesn't. She does not travel from her home due to the warnings of the clan's chief, and then one day the outside world comes in. And basically, the power-hungry kingdom of Mezart invades the homeland, and they uh, basically are looking for people to, I guess you could say, experiment on to try and turn themselves immortal. Become longer life, you know. Yeah, I see. You know, it reminds me of, like, the Greek mythology in a way, like, Mm. um, just because they were very beautiful, blonde hair, um, goddess-like characters, and then you have the... Yeah. Humans are not yeah. so beautiful in that <laughs> aspect. Um, but what happens is, um, obviously, they get attacked, the villagers get attacked, and, um, you know, the main girl, like, the chief... Well, the yeah, she, so she's basically what happens is um, they... The bad guys come in with their dragons, mm. and the drag one of the dragons, which has gone completely bonkers, carries hers off while the entire village is being slaughtered. Yeah. Um, because it's just in a craze, and, you know, she survives... Um, so she's left deserted in a forest far away from home and then has to, you know, deal with it and ends up finding a, uh, a child in a destroyed Orphans, village. A young human boy. Yeah. Yes. Baby. Newborn. Yeah. And so she sets about raising this boy then? Yes. yes. And, um, yeah, so then it's basically the story of this young boy, Ariel, growing up with Makria as his mother mm. and then, obviously, she's not ageing, but he is. So... Their relationship sort of changed then from yes. like mother and son to siblings. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, that. Yeah, more siblings. Uh, so that this is 
as you quite rightly put it, Farfa, pure love. It's not. No. It's not etchy. It's not erotic. It's not about. It's. It's. It's certainly not. I would even. Uh, I would protect my daughter from the demon lord. Oh God! Where you know, you I will. I will. I, I will raise her up and then marry her. Like it's not that sort of. Thing. I, yeah, that's uh, that's the big twist. Yeah, so no, don't so watch that. <laughs> Mark, where, like like you said, Carl is like a pure love. But it's a connection, a pure connection between mm-hmm. two people, which is not sexualized whatsoever mm-hmm. which ha- really comes up a lot in a lot of Mario Carter's kind of works yeah it does actually yeah. it seems yeah. that a lot of her stories are very centred on the human connection more than anything else bingo mm-hmm. yes. definitely well I mean let, like Maquia is phenomenal and that was her directorial debut but let's talk about the one she did literally the year after which is Her Blue Sky oh. now Sora Ow. no Alsa <laughs> Don't you did Zoro no Asa wo Shiru Hitoyo. Um, so this is about high school student Aoi, and uh, she lives with her elder sister Akane after a tragic accident took their parents. Um, and because Akane has been taking care of her single handedly, Ao wants to move to Tokyo after graduation to relieve to relieve her sister's burdens and pursue a musical career inspired by Akane's ex boyfriend. Uh, now. Shino, the ex, was part of a band until he left for Tokyo as well to become a professional player. And then one afternoon while she's practicing her bass guitar in the guest house, Shino suddenly appears. Like unchanged sort of as he was. Ghost, if you will. Um, but he's not a ghost. Yeah, because, because Shino then shows up in the town. And so both <laughs> are existing at the same time, he's just like, What? Yeah. Mm. So it's it's really good. Like I was so excited when it got announced and then when it came out i just rushed to see it um it was done by cloverworks um so as you can imagine good quality animation yeah and on Marquia as well the animation quality yeah. is outstanding so, so crisp the note, way they Ma- do lighting mm. is just oh. well it's because it's pa works mm. so and pa works if when they when they have time holy cow yeah like they, and they had time, they had time. <laughs> i feel like that's something you can sort of uh measure in anime is how they do rain you can mm. sort of Determine quality by how they animate rain. But that's, I think that's unfair because Makoto Shinkai is obsessed with water. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, if, 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 like, don't get me wrong, everything Makoto Shinkai has created has been phenomenally yeah. beautiful. But, you know, he, all of his films have weather as a major standpoint. It's almost a theme to all of his stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he spends half of all production time Doing just drawing water. clouds. But, um, the the I think lighting in particular is very hard to get, especially in mm. especially in weather. So I showed Carl um, and Kenny a scene with the mother and son yeah. aspect, and it. I said, if any scene you watch from this film, it has to be this one. Mm. I could only find the dub clip, but even the dub clip, yeah, just, it's good. Like the emotion and just the visual and just the everything about it, you knew she had some. This is has to be mm. this yeah, way. It carries it's. The emotion yeah. is so well directed. It feels like someone actually cared about what they were doing in this. And you well, feel yeah, that. They did. You feel, <laughs> and you actually feel that moment. Like you feel like that. You like. Oh my god! This is just mm. that relationship is pure. It is just yeah. so real. And yeah, it was just. I. I, I can't. I, like yeah. that's one of those movies that you just have to go back and watch again yeah. and again. And it's so, so Her Blue Sky came out. We did an episode on, on 2020, this podcast. was it? 2019. 2019. But well, October 2019 in Japan, and then obviously we didn't get cinematic release because of COVID. Right. Mm. Um, and then um, it landed on Funimation middle of the year. Of course, yes. Um, and that was when we did our episode on it. Um, and did you realize she did it though? At the time, I didn't, and then I found out afterwards. Ah. And then this is again another one which Mario has done, which we didn't realise until afterwards, yeah. A Whisker Away, which we did an episode on, I think, about nine months ago. Yeah, there is so much stuff in, like, not just stuff that we've watched, but in stuff that we've presented on this show that it's, it's her, her and we had no idea. And yeah. yet, you know what? Every time we've, like, reviewed or looked at the show, we've always come out positive. Like, we're like, yeah. wow, this yeah. is amazing. And, you know, the connection is there. That's Mario kind of, yeah, that's why we're here today. Why you've brought her up to begin with is mm-hmm. she is a name that deserves recognition, especially uh, Makuya. Makuya is just... <laughs> I Like when I was first like reading about saying, okay, what's this like? Most of the uh, stuff that people were telling me in forums and chat and stuff like that was 
My God, this thing deserved awards. It actually mm, really, it really I, did. I've, I'm quite disappointed it didn't get to oh, that point. But I'm not surprised anymore. I think we're not actually going to see another anime film get an Oscar. It's sad. I think ever Meh. ever since they've given it the Ghibli, the Academy thinks that's it. Mm. We're yeah, done. Uh, We've done it now. Just Oscars in general are trash. Yeah, they are. It's rich people patting themselves on the back. Yeah, them. like which is why you'll get the... Um, you know, oh, this this particular film this year wasn't that good, but it uh, addressed this specific right issue, which we know is popular. So, mm-hmm. and then was like, okay, um, that's not enough for an award. And they're like, it's got all the awards. But see, that's the thing with like Mario Kart is she has this way of storytelling, but having lots of stories intertwine mm. to make one really solid story. And I, I'll bring it up later when we talk about the series and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But Makuya had. So many storylines going on through that one film and it just tied in beautifully like that's what I want for a film. I don't want to walk out of a film feeling like I have not had anything answered or Yeah, yeah without the closure. Without that closure. and we got She does a really good job of the closure. With like, not just that, but it's fulfilling a need which I have been begging for for a while. Just standard classic kind of fantasy setting. Exactly. Which is not an isekai. Yeah. It's it's they are spectacularly rare, and from what I've seen of this, this is exactly what I've been asking for. I mm. feel like and you why would haven't love I this. heard of this? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's like the the other thing as well is that she does a lot of stories which have different themes to it. Mm. Sure, there's a there's a few of these like her blue sky and a whisker away definitely have a love theme to them. Yeah, but as we said, it's more about the human connection, and that's it's it. Human connections, human connections in different environments, which will like. She did Black Butler, like, how? <laughs> and then you think about it and you go, right. Yes, like, but she also did something that you love as well. She does. She does. Well, she's done, she's done like three things that I adore. So, let's just say that you should go and watch Mac Definitely. Queer. You should watch Her Blue Sky. And, and if you like Cats, you should watch A Whisker Away. And I would highly recommend the dub for Mercury as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, and I would definitely also suggest Anahana because if I had to we'll, suffer, we'll, we'll, it would be miserable. We'll, we'll no, get to that. we'll get to Anahana. That's oh, a sorry. series. It's not a film. Oh, this sorry. is the cinema club right now. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> you see, I don't agree with that, Kenny. I think that uh, this film is... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you dis- you're disagreeing with me? Let's I am because we're at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> with that note, she has a movie coming out, I think, yes. next year. Yes, oh, she does. Which she actually is screenwriting and directing so Ooh, do we know anything about it uh alice and alice and Teresa's illusion factory oh. unconfirmed on release date at the moment but she's director and screenplay writer so i'm ready like hands down that is definitely going to be one i'm definitely mm. going to be checking the out because title definitely provokes intrigue. it does doesn't it she's also done live action you know yeah, yeah. Screenwriter for um, The Flowers of Evil, which was a manga adapted in the live action in 2019. I don't know that one. Anko Josai, which Anko is... Anko Josai, I've heard. That one I've yeah. heard. Um, that's also the film based on the mystery novel of the same name. And My Teacher, Japanese <gasps> romantic drama film. Oh, yes, this is the one I've been dying to watch, Anko Josai. Oh. <laughs> well, now you know. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's get the anime news out of the way, and then we can get back onto this train. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. And before we get stuck into the controversy, we need to inform you that, as per the sting that just played earlier, Cowboy Bebop is being talked about, and the Netflix version has been cancelled. Yep, no officially. second series. No second season. And to be honest, considering the reviews and the viewership of it, which dropped off dramatically after the first week, not that much of a surprise. It's a very Netflix move to do. So, though I believe it is the fastest they've ever dropped an uh, uh, in-house series. Mm. Oh, Death Note? No, no. Death- I believe that's still well, that getting a second you're series. You're kidding. No, no, no. So they didn't do a Death Note live action series. They just did the film. Yeah, but they were going to have a second one. I have no, that, that second film got cancelled after a month. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. No. They, they, they still have the rights to create another if they wish. But uh, to my knowledge, there's nothing in production. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything anywhere. I've definitely heard whispers, but then again, I hear whispers about all I sorts really of things. I really hope not. <laughs> I have heard a very unofficial and very unsupported whisper. No, that's, don't even say it because it's not true. 
Oh, but it's I, no, it's not. It's not happening. They're yeah. not doing a spin-off series. It, the entire franchise product has been cancelled. Oh. <laughs> so let's now actually talk about controversy. Okay. okay. Court. Uh, so UFO founders um, Hikaru Kondo. Mm. We've mentioned him a few times on this podcast. Being done for tax evasion. He has been done for tax evasion. He has. Uh, he has now been charged guilty. He's been given twenty months in prison. But he's not going to prison. Why? Because suspended it's a suspended sentence. sentence. Uh-huh. However, I don't get that. all of the anime um, Facebook and Instagram groups are saying he's going to prison for twenty months. He's not. It's a suspended sentence. As long as he doesn't get caught for anything else in the next three years. What he- is the point, though? I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I think it's because white collar crime in their books is fine, but you know, if you've actually went and murdered someone, that's a different cup of tea. But- <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is he has paid back all the money. Oh. That probably and that assisted probably assisted with, assisted his, with. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah so both UFO table and the president himself have paid back the the money. Look, I mean, and when you when you have yeah. a look at why he was doing it, you can understand um, because basically um, UFO table had a cafe. A yeah. fa- I think it was a Fate Stay Night cafe, okay. and they were not declaring all of the earnings from it just in case something happened at the studio because they were worried they were going to lose a contract. I see. Um, and like. It doesn't mean it's okay, but I can I can understand why yeah, he's went. Motive made, the motive makes sense. It's not it's, just I wanted to take more money. Yeah, because it, it's not it's like not the money a guy was in who his wanted pocket. a yacht. It's yeah, a guy who was trying to look out for an investment. Yeah, so yeah. he didn't he didn't use the money himself. It all they all just basically put it in an offshore account just in case they needed to withdraw it mm. for the and it was under the company. So it's him. one of those things where everyone just read headlines and just assumed the worst without oh, actually reading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like he um, as the court commented, um, he was the um, he was in charge and his wife was the company's accountant and she was reluctant to do the manipulation of the tax filings. Oh. Condo insisted, which then showed strong intent to commit fraud. Uh. Um, and she like she also understood why he was doing it, but mm. she didn't think it was right. And that's fine. And that's definitely um, fine. So he's admi- he admitted the charges. It's not like all this time he's been saying, no, I didn't do it. Uh. Um, he, so he's issued an apology, admitted his paid tax evasion, back. paid the money so... back. Um, they, they filed a adjusted tax return last year to pay the money back so it's it's all done and dusted um so the suspended it, sentence is it, it makes sense in this setting not unthinkable yeah. no and it, this is not going to interrupt um ufo tables works in any form so huh. okay so yeah i mean that would be demon slayer and fate so not going to happen now on the note of fateful encounters b stars good segue the final thank you um final season of b stars is coming however Here's something to be aware of. We've had two seasons, mm. and content-wise, there's four seasons. Oh. However, most of the manga fans hate how the last two arcs are ended, uh, have been handled. Oh, wow, well, really? And they think this might fix it. So this is going to be an interesting one to watch. So the final season has the potential to remove some of the problematic elements of the story, as has been put on several comments and forums. Mm. And it also has the potential, because they've reduced the amount of time, to give us a better ending. Because they can't, if they can't bring in some of those elements, therefore they don't play a role in the finale. So yeah, apparently there's a whole storyline that connects to um, the main guy's uh, family and problems with them and so on. And apparently it just was unnecessary. A lot of fans felt because it just it dehumanized the characters. Yeah. I see. So I, I can understand where they're going from, but um, we don't have an update on the date it's coming. Um, we just know that they've unveiled like the logo and all that, and Orange Anime Studio is again on board to do so with the CG and so on. Um, and to be honest, if they've already got the logo and they've announced it, I'd be betting end of next year. Um, oh, it definitely makes me intrigued to know what goes on in the manga then, like what's been missed out. Yeah, um, I'll probably read it once it's done. That's kind of why I've been putting it off. Likewise. I'm the same. Like, I know all the, like, the girls in particular love Beastars. And mm. They've done, like my girls in particular do it like as their dance routine and stuff like that. I just, mm. I can't bring myself to watch it. I need to just have it the first, all done. The first season was really strong. Second season I haven't finished yet and that's purely because of how poorly they handled the promotion for right. it. First season was great. Um, second season aired in Japan normally, but Netflix refused to air it as it came out, as mm. they usually do, um, which is, in my opinion, just plain old lazy. Um, if look, if fan subbers can do it, Netflix, you're a corporation, you can do it. Oh yeah. Um, so the second season, they dumped the entire thing outside of Japan on July 15. Uh-huh. The second season um, debuted on Netflix. I think it was. 
Yeah, so it came out like July 15 for Netflix. Sorry, the notes here are a bit messy. Um, but the first, uh, the season it aired in January. So it had been six months since it started. Yeah, okay. So people were just like, why? Mm. Like, you've got no reason for this. Mind you, in saying that though, like I'm just going to kind of segue with the Netflix thing. I loved it, the fact they've done that with Eden Zero. I like that I have like a big chunk at one go. I hate it. Really? I no, hate I'm it. I'm the opposite. I, for shows like that in the, particular. The problem I have is that they... They do it, and then they don't stick to the schedule they set. Oh, okay. And they've repeatedly missed targets for these things. They've um, have a look at Shaman King, prime example. Shaman, oh, Shaman yeah. King's only just like that started at the beginning mm. of the year. It's only just got its twenty third episode in English now. Uh, it's just like uh, no. Like, That's a lot of delays. Yeah, I yeah. do wonder about the dubbing situation with Netflix, actually, because like they well, shouldn't be it's not, an issue. It's not. If Funimation it's, and it's Sentai be, can do it, they're being tight. Yeah, they don't want to spend the money on it, and Ridiculous. they don't. They don't see anime as a value product. They don't realize how valuable it could be to them. See, I yeah, that's the thing. Like people don't go near Netflix and their anime because they are of a lower standard to, like, say. This is the funny thing, though, because yeah. like. The Netflix on anime, no, Netflix Australia, anime on Netflix, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Rubbish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I decided to put the VPN on just to see what it would look yeah. like on the US and the yeah. Japanese one. Much better. hundred times better. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we can't have it that. Was a right, it's a rights issue. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. But the, the, the issue a lot of us have, I think, is that the Netflix, when, when Netflix get involved in production of anything, you can expect it to be a mess. I I mean, prime examples here. Netflix are only involved in distribution on Beastars, so the series itself Mm. is quite good. Yeah. Um, You have a look at any anime they've been involved directly in the manufacture or production of, such as the same style that Crunchyroll Originals were or Funimation Originals were, and it's it's awful. Yeah. And it's it's because they are applying the same approach as their films Mm. and series to that, and it doesn't work in an anime format. Come to think about it, like we had last year, we had God of High School and all those Crunchyroll productions. What happened this year? Um, It's all on hold because of the, um, well, there's there's Exarm. Most (laughs) most of them are on hold. Um, Half of them are coming back next year. Okay. um, For the sequels and stuff like that. Let's Um, face it, the last couple of years have screwed things around kind of major. Yeah, of of course. But at the same token, we've had a lot of time that they could be working on this stuff. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, look, they've had time to do it, but... They they haven't so that that's basically what's happened. Now um, because of that, um, well, I I have no idea when we'll actually get Beastars season three. Um, hopefully they pull their finger out, but um, as we've seen with how they've just handled JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which was meant to be a monthly that's re- true monthly releases, and they haven't done that yeah, at all. Yeah, um, yeah I, I doubt they're going to do it. They're, it's not that hard. Aren't you grateful Lupin did not land on um, Netflix? Oh, then? so glad Lupin didn't end up on Netflix. <laughs> I would imagine we would be hearing even more. Oh, you'll this. be hearing about it. Uh, we'd be hearing about it for the next state. No, um, I, I think Lupin has found itself a very nice home on High Dive I where they will respect agree. the content and make sure they look after the series because they realise the value of it. I <laughs> do think High Dive does the better job in that aspect. High Dive are more respectful yeah. to the content they work with. Especially with the release of Nana as well. I think mm. they, Yes, mm. they did the whole two episodes a week. They've caught up now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's by fans for fans, yeah. basically, which is what Crunchyroll used to be. Used to be, yeah. yeah. But I mean, admittedly, Crunchyroll was originally like a fan subbing group. Well, so, of course. You know. But, you know, it <laughs> like, started small, it made it big. It and, started yeah. small, and look, look at it now. We had dubious origins, but now we're legit. <laughs> you can say that about I a love bunch that of they things. try to erase that history, though. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> because we were we were all there. We knew. We, we knew. We knew. We went through it. Um, but look, um, let, let's... They've seen their dirty laundry. They have seen it and they've put it out. Now, we do need to mention uh, a passing of a great person, which is the creator or, and writer. Excuse me. So the creator of Wolf's Reign, the writer of Cowboy Bebop and Tokyo Godfather, which is Keiko Nobumoto. Mm-hmm. Now, um, she's uh, also wrote Macross Plus, and she passed away on December 1st after a battle with esophageal cancer, i.e. Oh, throat geez. cancer, um, at 57. They had a private ser- service on December 4th, and director Shinichu, uh, sorry, Watanabe has confirmed her passing as well. Mm. Um, and Sato, who um, brought the information out, Dai Sato, he is a anime journalist in Japan, and he's the one who released the information publicly. Mm. Um, so unfortunately, quite a shame. Um, she hasn't been active uh, in 
you know the uh, scripting for a while, but she did also contribute scripts for Space Dandy, Samurai Champloon, and so on. Mm. And pretty much anything Watanabe has been involved in, she at some point has been on. Um, she wrote the entire screenplay for the Cowboy Bebop movie, for instance. Okay. So she's contributed fantastically some amazing things over yeah. her time. On the note of another fantastic person, Makoto Shinkai. Now, this is the last item on the agenda, so listen up. Makoto Shinkai is going to reveal his new anime work on December 15th. Now, this is the guy who created Your Name, Weathering With You, and several other uh, films as well over the years. Um, uh, He did Flower of Words? Uh, Sorry, Garden of Words. Garden of Words. I love Garden of Words. So good. Um, Gorgeous. So he's going to reveal his new work on Toho's YouTube channel, i.e. Toho are going to be doing distribution, which is good, on December 15 at 11 p.m. Japanese time. Um, For those in the States, that's 9 a.m. EST. Um, And for us in Australia, that's... it's t- uh, 10 o'clock in, on the behind, West yeah. and 1 a.m. over East. Yep. Um, Do we have any idea about this? The announcement video will add English subtitles on December 15, the day after. Gah. So it'll all be in Japanese to begin with. They'll have the subtitles the day after. They oh, realize there still watch is it anyway. interest. Now, is it going to be connected to the other worlds? Unclear. The only thing that we have is that it's a new film. That's it. Okay. Nothing, well, Nothing else? Actually, no. It's not even doesn't even officially say it's a film. But we did we do know he's oh, working on a, we do know he's working on a film. Okay. So I don't know if like I could imagine if your name had been a series. No. 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 Oh, but like no. that whole setup they did no. at the start. Like, no. oh look, I I can see how you do it. Yeah, I can as well. But I don't think it would be as powerful. I mean, he practically made an opening sequence like right at the Actually, start. If you think about it, it would be very depressing. It'd be a very, very depressing watch. Oh my goodness, man. Oh, it would be great, well, I mean, though. It would hit that f- episode five mark, and then mm. that, that's the twist well, I was that just would saying, happen. Not, not, only, not only that, you've only got about six episodes worth of content there. Yeah. True. And I'd rather have the film for that. Um, oh. I feel like... I, if, if you've only got six episodes to work with, it'd be better to release it in a film and make sure the narrative's strong that's throughout the thing. all of it. I feel it's, it's... I think the word I'm looking for is that it's versatile. It could work Look, the, either the, way. The story could work as I mean, we know series. that it worked as a movie because I, no, but the I would Kyle great. on this one because of the, 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 the plot itself because it's so like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it has that drop. Yeah. Because yeah. if you imagine you had to stretch out the 12 episodes. I couldn't. No, no. Yeah. You, I you don't can't. think you could it, stretch it. It'd be too depressing no. as well. And it's getting that live action Hollywood film as well. Which Is it you, really? Yeah, no, it's been in the works for quite a while. Um, they've, But uh, as. Kenny, you don't like live action, and that's okay. I don't like live action. However, and that's okay. So here's here's the thing, though. The way that they're handling it is they're not doing a, and this is what I say you should do when you're doing an anime adaptation. Adaptation, you don't do shot for shot. You don't keep things exactly the same. No. You take Otherwise, the you might as well just watch the anime. Exactly. Um, they're changing the story, so it's between a Native American girl and an American boy living in the city of Chicago. I like that. Huh. No, I like that. I like that a lot too. It makes sense for her to be living out there. It does. You know, um, to to I, I mean, I don't know the specifics of it, but so what would there be like the Great Five Chicago? Like, is that? I what? don't know. It's it's, but yeah, like no, I, like I'm, I don't think they're changing the decade or anything. So it's still modern setting, is it? I or? I, I don't know. We we do not know. That's exciting. Though, it's it's it? an interesting concept. So that that's See, that's in the works, but we do not have a release date or anything. When they did it for Death Note, like made it a like Western thing. I'm that made that us a bit. I don't hate it. I I don't mind that. Heresy. I just no, think. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> I just think the acting was terrible. That was yeah. it. Like the main guy was trash. But yeah. you know, everyone else was fine. Mm. And the the whole concept of you know the city and things like that. I didn't hate it at all. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, that, and that's fine. I just, I just think it was a poor imagining of the characters compared to right. But so, uh, but to be honest, it was also a more realistic yeah. imagining of the characters because they were children. Exactly. Yeah. And we we give anime characters a lot more leeway than we, we do really live do. action. We did have like a full blown debate about this ages ago. We did. Well, we did a whole episode on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, Bad Robots. JJ uh, Abrams is producing um, the Your Name, oh, but uh, they uh, have actually this year they have had. Um, Min- uh, Minari filmmaker Lee Isaac Chung uh, pull out from directing it, so that's um, the uh, that's the thing. So okay, Paramount lost. still are looking for a uh, director. Is the last the I'm last news? Very curious about how to like do it with the whole Chicago thing. Actually, that yeah. that really intrigues me. I, th- I think it was Chicago. Actually, I'll pull up the article and find out what they said. See, I've always said to say like if they ever did like Sailor Moon, right? Mm. 
I'd love to see a live action. I mean, yes, there is a live action. There's the one that they did in Japan. But I would love what, to see... What, you mean the, uh, like, Saturday morning series? Like, with all the girls in wigs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. But, like, it's good, isn't it? It's, like, fantastic it, production value. Amazing. And it had a really solid, like, it's not the same as the manga or anything like that. No, it reminded me uh, a lot of, uh, like, Power Rangers right. and stuff like that. But it was very good. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see, like, an um, American take of Sailor Moon, you know, set in New York or um, as long as it doesn't become San Francisco, you know, like you know, what Sex in the City, like as long oh. as they keep the core elements right, of it, exactly. that's the important thing. Like, if you can't just create your own story and slap a badge on it and say it's this anime, American like, Sailor Moon, it would work though. That's what like people. Well, I think well, they'd American be se- magical girls. Well, more. Uh, think American Sailor Moon and think instead of them being seen as magical girls, they're seen as heroes. Yeah. And not not the Marvel or DC type heroes. No. They're seen as like just random people who show up that and seem to be involved with lots of crises. But they get you know, the friendship group will be there, like mm. and the teenagers. You know, there's a that, there's a, there's a way to do it. They, there is a way, and I'm gonna fight it and say this. <laughs> so, um, just so everyone's aware, Shinkai initially said he was enthusiastic for the live action adaptation, um, and uh, later he's added that he's not much interested in how it's actually handled. <laughs> So well, that seems to be the case for a lot of this sort of thing. Yeah. He, he says, it has already left my hand. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, he's fair. Mm. It's it's not going to be, you know, he's not going to have much of uh, control over it. So it makes sense. But you know what? There's a lot of uh, live action adaptions from anime that we do. Like Japan does it all the time. We just don't realize it. Like Oh, yeah. Japan does a really good job and they on do, that. They don't stick to, like, I... Actually, Kenny, you haven't watched the Love Is War live action yet, have you? I've seen uh, bits, but not all. It's good. Yeah, and it's Tokyo, very good. Tokyo Revenge's movie just got re- released in Australia as well. Did it? Oh yeah, it did too. It yeah. did. So I want to go and see that. And hell's, there are live action Death Notes. I had those on DVD. Right, and those mm. were great. And like, there's another series I won't name because obviously it's adult content. But they did a uh, parallel with the anime and the um, live action at the same time. Yeah. Parallel. Yeah. So they've released the both. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, the wow. anime and the live action. And we'll, th- th- this is the one that we want to talk about in, uh, As, uh, in February. Extra, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, we'll, we'll we'll do it in February for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's that's one of the changes coming yeah. in. So, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but now we do need to get off the news topic and back onto oh, yes, our main topic. Yeah. So bear with us as a moment. Kawaii Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Alrighty. Back to Mario Kada. Hello. Or Kada Mario. Topic. Um, and let's talk about one of her most recent seasons oh. uh, shows, animes that is just we raved about it on the first year of this podcast, and that was O Maidens in Your Savage Season, which, in my opinion, should have been anime of the year, and I've voted for it in Crunchyroll mm. hundreds of times. <laughs> See, that's the problem with Crunchyroll's yeah, anime I know. awards, <laughs> um, because you know people will just bot it. Um, but uh, but deservedly though, uh, undeserved. Eh, no, no, I don't mean that. I just mean like the ones that win are typically the people who have nothing else to do. Oh yeah, no, so no. they just keep voting <laughs> oh, or yeah, set yeah, up yeah, a bot yeah. to do it for them. Yeah. So, O oh, Maiden's Your Savage Season came out in 2019, but the reason we're starting with this one is Okada also wrote the manga. Yes, which is literally exactly the same as the series, is my understanding. So this came out in uh, I think it was April, uh, July 2019 mm-hmm. in the summer season, and it's basically a story focusing on a group of girls at school who are part of the literature club. Yes. and they were little kids laughing and playing together. The main characters um, is it's Azumi, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, no, uh, Onodera. Yeah, uh, Onodera. Kaz- Kazusa Onodera, um, and her. Uh, neighbor Izumi were like siblings, but as their bodies matured into middle school, Kazusa began seeing him as something different. Unfortunately for her, so did the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> so feeling ostracized, Kazusa has no choice but to distance herself from him until going into high school. After joining the literature club, however, she finds friends that keep her mind occupied. Known throughout the school for reading aloud mature scenes in literature novels, the club's reputation has kept all teachers from accepting the task of being their advisor. (laughs) During a discussion about what they would put on their bucket list, one of the girls says one thing, intimacy with another. 
I'm not going to say the actual word because we're a PG podcast. Um, This single word sends ripples throughout the five girls as the thought of it begins taking over their daily lives. And after walking in on Azumi during a very private moment, Kazuha is sent into a spiral of emotion that forces her to face her true feelings for him. Now, with their hearts racing and the literature club facing immediate disbandment, the five girls must work hard to keep both their sanities and the club alive. Now, this is literally the most beautiful coming-of-age story I've Unbelievable. seen. Unbelievable. It's like, hands down, if you're going to watch any anime that is about coming-of-age, about maturity, mm. about... Uh, I'm trying to find another word without using that three-letter word that ends in X. Um, <laughs> wait, wait they, in the show, they say something else, don't they? They... Yeah, they don't actually say that word. They it's, don't. They say something else. Yes. And I can't for life for me what it is. As well, I was like, oh. Uh, I think we got to do a rewatch. Oh, we're gonna have to. Yeah, there is um something about this show that it's it feels important. Yeah, it, yeah. No. Like that. If you have a look at the reviews, there's two. There's people in two camps on it. Um, they either think it's all mel- melodramatic, or they really do see the melodrama as part of that maturity mm-hmm. process, which I think the latter is definitely more true. I can yeah. see a lot of people identifying with kind of the struggles that these characters are going oh, through. Look, I mean, I don't see a lot of the boys identifying um, with no. it. Well, it's but not a really lot of, a lot them, of, is it? It's, well, it's not. This is not aimed at boys. I'm pretty sure it's no, aimed... No, it's aimed at girls. Yeah, yeah. It says demographic shonen, but I'm pretty sure they put the wrong thing in there. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Josai. Yeah, Josai. <laughs> yeah. Shonen. <laughs> but... Um. Um, the the oh, stories. I, I want to watch the ones where they all charge up their super <laughs> saiyan. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. While sorting stuff out for this year's anime, no, awards, you this... know why I say it's saying that because it, it used to appear in the Shonen magazine. That's right. It did. The original did appear in a Shonen magazine. Mm. Um, but look, it's it, it's one of those series that when you watch it, you if you've ba- basically if you're over the age of fifteen. You would connect. You, you'll, you've connected. You've probably gone mm-hmm. through this in some shape or form. No, but there's the other girls that all have different situations, mm-hmm. sc- scenarios, and stuff, which you can all connect to. Yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna, yeah. That, that's what I'm getting at. Each like, yeah. one of them is handling it in their own way. Right, you've yes. got Hongo, who I believe is in love with her editor or a teacher. Yeah. Uh, Sonazaki, who um, likes a guy in her class, and they end up going uh, going out together. Sugawara, who's not sure on her sexuality. Um, Sudo, who's also in a similar boat um, and uh, also questioning things mm. about her self-identity and you know what is important to her and is she being the person she truly is. Mm. So th- there's a lot of things like it deals with depression, anxiety, social awkwardness, um, uncomfortability about you know intimacy, identity, almost. yeah, identity, the whole lot. It it's just so brilliantly done, and the fact that she wrote this as a manga first and mm. then adapted it to exactly what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Is I mean. The only criticism I have is the end did oh, feel a little everyone, too short. Yeah. Um, I feel like that needed an extra episode to fill it out. Or like a OVA kind of thing. Um, to wrap up all wrap the it up. ends. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I mean, they, they did wrap it all up, but it's not as satisfying as it could have been. But that's a very Mario Kart thing. Like, film-wise, she does it beautifully. Mm. But with the series? The series kind of... It's always the case. Like, um, Toradora, for example. Yeah, Toradora's like... The, the manga ending is different isn't it mm-hmm. so and we, we mentioned this because I, I went and watched it and I did enjoy it but I just I hated that second season mm. like after you, you get halfway through and then all the characters personalities changed right. because as you said they actually needed a third season and they weren't given one they weren't given one and it's like so do we just finish in the middle or <laughs> do we uh, try and wrap it up he kind of reminds me you know like his and her circumstances Karikano yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you know that should have Ended. I would love to see a Mario Carter take on his and her circumstances because I feel like yeah. she would give that story. She'd justice. give it a lot of time and yeah. a lot of consideration, and she'd include all the small little pieces that. and yeah. that are in the background that you need to be aware of to fully understand the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so there's that. There's Anohana. Um, now, <laughs> Anohana is just hit its 10 year anniversary this year, yes. and there is a stage play coming out in Japan next year to celebrate it, and along with an announcement alongside it, apparently. Yeah, what was that image that was floating around a few months ago with them as adults? Yes, and it was just, it was part of the celebration because they were going to have an event for it. I see. Okay. See, when yeah. they say, when you say event, when I first saw that, I was thinking, okay, so they're bringing out an OVA of that's them. What 10 I years later. That's what everyone wants. 
Um, and we don't know if that's in production or not. I, I, I don't want this. I don't want it. You're like, like, no, I've already cried enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We are talking about, like, we're saying, no, no, we don't want it anymore. It's just like... I'm, I, I'm not ready it. to feel these emotions I again. I definitely want to watch it again, but not now. I've well, Once I've healed a bit more. Yeah. This See, show hurts. It does. Mm. So, um, this show kicks your feelings right in the soft bits. Again, a Mario Kart thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the other one I'm thinking of is a lull in the sea. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A lull in the sea is also... Um, so that's on my to watch list. It hurts. Um, it hurts and I, it? I need to be in a good spot before I do that. <laughs> that was a, I spoke about the show a few months ago because I randomly picked it up on Netflix and mm. not realizing it was a Mario Kart show. And I was just mm. like, <gasps> once again, we don't know it's we, a Mario Kart until we actually watch it. And you're like curious about it. And you're like, that makes sense. That is mm. definitely her styling. That is just the way she does it. And oh my goodness, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. And it's just the way she tells that story. <sighs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, nah, nah. So, um, to to put it in perspective, here's some background that my and my list has for it. The first Blu-ray volume went on sale on June 29, 2011. It sold more than thirty-one thousand copies on the first week of release. At that time, that was the first week sale figures. It's the third highest for a first volume Blu-ray television of all time. What show is it? Uh, Anna Hannah. Oh yeah. After only Magical Medica and K-On. Oh, oh wow! Stiff competition. Yeah, so that was at the, that was 2011. Obviously, there's been changes since then to the yeah, shakeup, yeah. but it's still in the top ten, is my understanding. Um, Anohana also received a jury selection award in the anime division of the Japanese Media Arts Festival. It's had a visual novel adaptation for the PSP, which diverges from the story of the anime and contains a different ending. Um, and it was also adapted into a special live action television drama in 2015. Saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Now I reckon they cast it quite well. The um, series is set in the city of Chibu, uh, Chichibu in Saitama Prefecture mm. and um, that the bridge that you see on all the covers for it is like it's a place you can go yeah it's like one of the main places that they were um, I believe the team behind it because you had Mario Kart and the rest of the Super Peace Busters on this one mm. um, there's something so fantastic about anime that are set in places that you can kind of go to it's almost like mm. augmented reality yes i mentioned this when i went to japan 2020 on your uh, idol yeah the, the, yeah and we had to go to satama and yeah. you go on the train and you can see all these spots and you're like watching these animes you're like wait i've been there i've been there <laughs> <laughs> i remember we had a similar experience me and carl oh. many years ago when we went to uh, venice yes we went on a big uh. boys trip like so we'd um played the, the group of five of us had all played a ridiculous amount of Assassin's Creed. And oh, this yes. was back in like when Assassin's Creed 2 and its subsequent Brotherhood and Revelations uh-huh. came out. When they had just dropped, yeah. We we mastered those games. We 100%ed every <laughs> single one of them. We knew every location like the back of our hand. And we got to Venice, we went, yeah, we're like, staying in the Thieves Guild. Yeah, uh, the, Our building is the Thieves Guild. <laughs> and then the next day, someone's like, oh, we should go to the Doge's Palace. And we were just there. like, we know which way to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so it's sort of the same thing for Japan. You'll see all these locations. You're just like, this is... This is somewhere that I know. Yeah, I feel I've like that a lot here. with like Tokyo in particular as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So the other one we do need to touch on, but we can't go in depth on because of its R rating, is Lupin the Third, oh. the woman called Fujiko Mine. Now we will bring this up. Maybe we'll do this um, alongside uh, S's wish. Yeah. Um, on um, on uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Um, so like Fuji- the, the woman called Fujiko Mine is a prequel series, and it's the story of how um, Fujiko first met Lupin and the rest of the team. Um, and it's set well beforehand, but it is also much more mature. So if you've yes. seen the films, the recent sort of more mature films like Fujiko's Lie, The Gravestone of Jigen, um, and so on. Goemon's. Goemon's yeah. Blood Trail. These are... Blood Trail? Blood Trail. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of Roberta's Blood Trail from... Um, <laughs> yeah. Goemon's Blood Trail is just... Yeah. These, those are all continuations of this story. And um, yeah. But uh, even despite that, the visual style is... Is so different oh, to anything I've it's ever psychedelic. seen. It's mm. psychedelic, like, and Okada was once again on board with this as pretty much the head of everything. Um, and uh, but you can see the difference between that. Holy and- cow! Watanabe was a producer on it. Oh wow! I did not know that. It's in Cowboy Bebop Shinjiro Watanabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did I miss that? 
Um, well, that makes sense. <laughs> but <laughs> now yeah, it all makes sense. It feels separated, even though so many elements and are familiar. A lot of people who have seen Lupin series, they highly recommend watching this one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it, to, to be fair, this is a more mature mm. story, um, whereas Lupin definitely is a lot more sort of jokey and so forth. Oh, this course. is very mature. It is not for kids. In the slightest. And that's a good thing with Okada as well. She has this thing of like taking very adult concepts, but make it more for each, like, I can't say well, like... She takes an adult concept and she makes it digestible by the audience. She yeah, explores that's it. it. Yeah, without it seeming like she's being, you know, etchy or anything less. It's I not lewd or that. rude. It's simply an exploration of mm-hmm. something challenging I think what she tries like yeah she does have that fantasy aspect and things like that and that mystical like you know with Anahana Mm. and things like and Lull in the Sea but in the same token like you know with O Maidens and like Lupin and stuff like that there's a lot of realism as well Mm -hmm. there definitely is and that's that's why it stands out so well and like uh, a few other shows we could talk about Black Butler Mm mm-hmm um, AKB 048. I mean, that, that, that's definitely more your cup of tea oh, of being course, the, yeah. the idol scene. But. Very different, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular that stood out to me, and I was saying to you guys, was um, I'm Blood's Orphan Mobile Suit Gundam. I had no yeah. idea she was attached to that. And it makes sense when you actually watch that series mm-hmm. and you could see. Oh, yes. Well, it, there's one here that I noticed that I've never mentioned before, and that's the Book of Bantora, um, which is a very weird series. I don't know it. Yeah, it's uh, it's based on a light novel series. It's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, here we go. Plot. In a world where deceased people turn into stone-like books that are stored in a labyrinth, anyone who touches such a book can glean into the past, observing the life of the person who died to create it. The Bantora Library is maintained by the armed librarians who are trained in combat and wield supernatural abilities. Their operations are overseen by the library's acting director, a hardened killer herself. That um, sounds so trippy. Yeah, it really like when you first showed me Bacano, it reminded me of this. Really? Bacano. Bacano is a happy version of this. <laughs> <laughs> if if that makes sense. Oh. And it's it's not so much a well, not directly, but it has a very similar sort of vibe. They've got a, a vast cast of characters. They all have their own goals. Um they all have things that are interweaving in between them and so on. And it's it's yeah, it's But yeah, definitely good. a far more fantastical kind of a concept than yeah, yeah. um Mary's usual kind and of And there's catalog. also Canaan as well, um, which was a while back. There's Vampire Knight. Yeah, Vampire Knight. That's a big Vampire one. Vampire Knight. Oh, man. That's, um, that's big. That still is cosplayed in like, cons and things like uh, that. Fractail. Um, that's a lull in the scene. Yeah, there's, there's a few other ones in here that aren't as well known. She did do Lost Village Manoyama, but that's awful and don't watch it. And that's... Yeah, like Look, with a catalogue the size of hers, they can't all be gems. Well, I was going to say that's the only one which I'd say don't watch. Mm. Like everything else, I'd say is worth a shot. What I like about it as well is like it's not restricted to one studio. It is like, like she's used PA work sometimes. Oh, yeah. She's JC staff sometimes. Uh, j- just from the ones we've talked, Lay Juice, A One Pictures, TMS, JC staff, PA works. Mm. Um, she's not PA restricted. Works. She has been everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and every time she goes there, it's is good quality too. So look, um, definitely worth having a look. I'll put all of the um, shows we've discussed in this episode mm-hmm. in the episode description, so you can track them down um, because they're they're all fantastic and they're all worth your time watching. Black Rock Shooter, that's the other one I forgot ah, yes. to mention, which still gets cosplayed to this day. I haven't even watched it, um, but uh, yeah, I that's... saw like art for it. Years, like decades, even ago. I mean, I think it's also like a game franchise too, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, fair yeah, enough, fair yeah, enough. it is. It's uh, OVA game, manga, 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 TV series, game, manga, game. So yeah, it's it's a multi uh, multimedia franchise, if you will. But let's put it this way: if you see her name attached to a project, you know you're going to get some sort of quality out of it. Exactly. Uh, so go watch some Mario Kart stuff, and that's where we'll wrap up. Wi-Fi Radio. Well, that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We actually stayed on time for once, and we're close to an hour as opposed to one and a half or two hours. Oh, nice. Um, we will be making changes in the New Year's to ensure that happens more often, Yay. which is good. Um, next time, it is the Anime Awards. Yes. Who we... will win the Vort of Cabbage of Shame? <laughs> yes, and who I... will get the Truckun Award? Because you had how many Isekai this year? Oh, uh, God, yes. Holy cow. Uh. 
Um, so, look, stay. if you're not subscribed, if you're on YouTube, join us. Um, if you are new to the channel, welcome. Um, if you've been heard what you've heard, if, if, you've, if you've heard, heard what, what you've heard, heard if you've I enjoyed and that. you've gotten to this point, make sure you are subscribed for the future episodes. We are on every fortnight unless one of us is violently ill. Normally, oh, yeah. normally me. Oh, um, <laughs> so we also have our YouTube channel with our dedicated videos, so you can find a link for that in the episode description. If you like what we're doing and you'd like to support the channel, you can also support us on Patreon. We have additional content on there, such as episode outtakes, video extras, and show updates. So if you can afford to support us, we'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, we have a good yammer about stuff that's just not so much related yeah just like for a good 15 minutes before, before each show. show because otherwise we'd spend the opening doing it and that's that kind of isn't the point of the podcast I guess oh, so. no. <laughs> yeah we have the tangent button but we don't like to push it no so if you do uh, like to if you'd like to join the Kawaii community words are not my strong point this evening no. head over to our social media channels on uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram and Discord we've got breaking anime news which is vetted I must stress this because the amount of faulty anime news out there is driving me nuts at the moment hey did you hear that uh, Ghibli's coming out of retirement yeah it happened yeah. in 2016 um, <laughs> so um, head over to our social media channels join us we've got memes videos anime news and so on it's uh, it's a good time you've been listening to Wi-Fi Radio thank you so much for listening and until next time watch, watch some anime, anime.